Welcome to Beach to Sandy, Water to Wet, a podcast featuring real reviews written by people who just need the world to know what they think. Between you and me, I wanted to like this podcast, but I'd give it zero stars if I could. Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Beach to Sandy, Water to Wet, the remote version. Woo! I don't think we've said it on the show yet, but I moved. Oh, I thought you had said it, but I guess you just announced it on uh, the uh, Instagram. On the old Instagram. Yeah, I uh, moved my apartment during a pandemic, and I would not recommend it. It was a terrible idea. But you got to do what you got to do. He mostly just misses me and, like, living here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That's with why. With Gio and all, all the animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, so we're trying out this uh remote thing and since it's just a between you and us episode, who cares? You know? Yeah, these don't matter. Yeah. That's not true. These are my favorite. We thought we'd try it out. This is not like it's not like we're never going to see each other again. In fact, since he's moved, we have recorded regular episodes in person, so this mm-hmm. is just a little a little test for funsies. Um, and since Em and I are recording remotely, we thought we'd try the same thing and see what happens. Let's yeah, let's do it. I've had this microphone sitting around not being used for a while, so uh, was like, let's do it because I want to get my money's worth. Now I can record from my bedroom, which is great. It's so comfy. I never have yeah. to leave. You don't anyway. Okay. <laughs> Between you and us, these episodes are episodes where we read submissions sent in by you um, via email with the subject Between You and Us. All right. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. So all of mine are from a uh, freaking long time ago, um, specifically June of 2019. Um, oh, geez. Okay. Because almost I was like, year. we're almost a year, but I don't want them to be able to say we waited a year. So yeah, um, don't give them that power. <laughs> my first one is uh, one that I texted you about because for some reason this sounded really familiar and I don't know why. Oh, God. He literally texts me, hey, have you read a review about a book uh, about finding a baby's belly button? And I was like, am I having a fever dream? No, Alexander, I haven't. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why this seems so familiar, but it seemed familiar. It's probably because it's, I mean, it has been on your bookshelf, like on your nightstand for like oh, maybe years now. maybe that's what it is, yeah. And then it I is wrote your this favorite re- book. I did write this review about it. It's like, ne- <laughs> it's like next to your J.D. Salinger collection. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right this is uh this was sent in by nicole um who said i saw this review of this baby book the other day and it would make my year if you read it on your show so i don't know if that means that we're making their 2019 or their 2020 since they sent Maybe it so long ago but their last 11 months yes and they just never knew it until now that's what it is okay so this is a review of the book where is baby's belly button um <laughs> It's a Karen Katz Lift the Flap book. Oh, boy. This is a review by Pac-Man from Amazon titled, Do not buy this book. You can see the ending right on the cover. (laughs) Oh, God. Spoilers. I know where Baby's Belly Button is. I haven't even read the book. It's a problem. It's a problem. So here we go. This book is completely misleading. The entire plot revolves around finding Baby's Belly Button. The title makes this much clearer from the beginning. However, there is no mystery. 
There is no twist. <laughs> baby's belly button is right where it's supposed to be, on Baby's stomach. Right where it clearly shows you it is on the cover of the book. <laughs> this plot is a complete mess as a result of its reliance on the mystery of where the belly button is. Everything falls apart the second you realize that the belly button was in plain sight all along. There is no conflict, there is no character development, and there is scarcely any plot. Whoever wrote this book must have a serious error in judgment, because you would have to be an infant to not immediately understand where Baby's belly button is. This is one of the worst pieces of literature I have ever read. End of review. <laughs> oh my god. This, I feel like you found a lot recently that are like, um, children's books don't have enough character development and like plot twists. I think that might be why it sounded so familiar because of those Waldo oh. reviews I read. Yeah, 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 yeah. People are clearly projecting. <laughs> oh, and then, yeah, there's that baby bird one. The baby bird, the H Which word. is probably the only one that was actually like a real re honest review. Um, whereas this one is probably just someone who had a little too much to drink and was like, <laughs> you know what? This, remind this is from my childhood. I mean, you would know. You wrote it, so... Yeah, true, true, true. So thank you, Nicole, and you're welcome for making one of your years. Yay! Okay, so the next one I have is from Vicente, who actually sent a pronunciation after I googled to make sure I was pronouncing it right, but it turns out I was right. So Vicente says, hello, Schieffer siblings. I am a certified teen, trademark. Uh-oh. That's scary. When was this written? Um, Recently? Oh, Ju June of 2019. Okay, so maybe they're no longer a teen. How did I find this from so long ago? I don't even know. Um, maybe they're no longer teen. You're right. I recently graduated high school, so I decided to embark into adulthood and listen to a podcast with adult language. I have learned so much. Wow. <laughs> we are quite educational. I recently went to see Toy Story 4 with my best friend, and before attending the theater, I decided to look at reviews. I was not disappointed. I stumbled across this particular Yelp reviewer named Ricky D., He's really cool, and I think you guys will dig his style. He only has two reviews, but they are gems. Love your podcast. You are very cool. I am a teen, so this is a major compliment. You better take it seriously. I hope you are having a good day, Vicente. Well, we both know a Ricky D, so... Um... We do, don't we? <laughs> and I think Ricky listens to the show. Hi, Ricky. Hi, Ricky. Did you write some really weird reviews about... Alamo Draft House Cinema because I'm uh -oh. about to read uh -oh. it. Calling uh -oh. you out. I can't say Ricky without saying hi to Katie too. So hi to both of you guys. This is a review of the Alamo Draft House Cinema, uh, where I assume Vicente went to see Toy Story 4. Three stars. Hey, this is Rick Del Monte from New York down here in Woodbridge at the Alamo Draft House. I think he was writing a script for his like local radio show. <laughs> Hey, this is Rick Del Monte from New York, down here in Woodbridge at the Alamo Draft House. I took my grandkids to see the Jurassic Park movie, and it was really loud. The movie was good, though, and I like how the staff stoops real low when running down the aisle to bring you your stuff so you can still see. The grandkids' mom is one of those vegan people that don't eat meat, so I said, what the heck, and got the buffalo cauliflowers. They were good. It's not chicken, so let's not get carried away here, but I liked them drank one of those true grit drinks too and i was feeling great but it is still so loud in here maybe next time i see a comedy or something romantic because all this growling and yelling is nerve-wracking <laughs> don't use your cell phone or they'll kick you out of the joint end of review wow okay was that five stars three 
Three. It's too what? loud. Okay, at least it wasn't one. There's so much growling, like a... Sandy. That was that was a kind of cute review. I liked it. You got to go see like how to see a guy, how to lose a guy in ten days if you want to get rid yes. of all the growling. Or a uh, uh, quiet place. Oh, that's probably ideal. Um, yeah, I I do. I'm kind of stuck on the part of like I like how the staff stoops really low when they're running <laughs> down the aisles because that just sounds so degrading and like so painful. I know on your I back. Know. Well, thanks, Vicente, for showing us Rick. Oh, and also, I like the buffalo cauliflower thing. Good on you, Rick, for trying them. <laughs> I love that he calls the... But I love that he calls it the grandkid's mom, not, like, my daughter-in-law. You know what I mean? It's That's just so... true. Oh, I didn't even, like... I didn't even process it. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's not get carried away here. <laughs> All right. I have a review sent in by Anna, who says... I found this really short but really amazing one-star review of the Bailey Matthews National Shell Museum in Sanibel, Florida. The National um, Shell Museum. That's part of half of the reason why I included it was because of how exciting it was to learn that this was a thing. My eyes um, are gleaming with excitement. Now so many people know uh, that it exists. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Here is Stephen's review of the Bailey Matthews National Shell Museum in Sanibel, Florida. I am a man. There was no way I was going into a shell museum that charges $15 per person. And that is my review. End of review. <laughs> he didn't write no homo at the end? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what? How many stars was that? One. Oh my god, what a dick. What a dick. But they're probably glad to not have him in there, at least. Yeah, he'd probably just running around huffing and puffing at all the pretty yeah. seashells. Ugh, look how pretty that one is. Oh, no. My eyes. I love to think that way. I want yeah, to see a manly I, seashell. I don't want that guy in my shell museum. In my so. precious shell museum. Yeah. All are welcome here, except Stephen. Stephen. <laughs> okay, surprise. I have another one from Rick. Ricky D. Oh, nice. This is, uh, again, from Vicente. This is a review of Matchbox Potomac Mills, and it's a, it's a restaurant. Four stars. Hey, this is Ricky Del Monte. I just moved. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Do you think he has a phone? It sounds sh- like he's leaving a voicemail. It does. Do you think he has a phone shortcut where he hits, like, a letter <laughs> three times in that whole thing just because he writes it on every piece of communication? That's a good idea. Hey, this is Ricky Del Monte. I just moved down here to Woodbridge from New York. First time writing a Yelp, so I hope this helps you out. I'm over here at this Matchbox place by the Potomac Mills Shopping Mall, and it's pretty nice. So let's talk about the food. I got one of their wood-fired pizzas. They put real mozzarella on there, not just that shredded bag stuff, which is real nice. It's hot. Burnt my tongue. My wife got a steak sandwich. She enjoyed it. She said it had succulent meats. It's funny, I never heard anyone use that word. Except my... (laughs) (laughs) What? What is going on with this guy's reviews? It's so much like... It feels like an older person, like, figuring out blogging or, like, uh, journaling. I don't know. Like, when... It's it's just stream of consciousness. Just like, you know, he's just writing what he's thinking. That's funny. He doesn't think that there's some sort of format he should follow. It's so loud in here. respect that. Yeah. Oh boy! Wait, I just thought of something. What? 
so that him keep he kept going back to the it being loud in that theater. Maybe he was writing the review while he was sitting there and would just like keep updating it. And then the last line, what was the last oh, line? Oh shit! They'll kick you out if you're on your phone. So he was there on his phone. He kept taking it out to add to his review. Uh huh. And his last thing was, "They'll kick you out," because that's the last thing he found out there. That's why the geo tag location is in the parking lot because he True. had to sit and wait for his grandmother's, his grandkids' m mother outside, <laughs> and eat his cauliflower on the ground. It's really oh, no. actually quite sad. Apple Card is a perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Oh, so sad. Um... But now he's at Matchbox, uh, for now, anyway. My wife got a steak sandwich. She enjoyed it. She said it had succulent meats. It's funny, I never heard anyone use that word. Except my Aunt Cheryl, God bless her. Whoa, okay, <laughs> I shouldn't have interrupted earlier, because that makes it ten times better. <laughs> I wonder what Aunt Cheryl, like, I like how he immediately associates that word with Aunt Cheryl. Like, do you think she used it all the time? Or maybe just one time, and they everyone made just a, such once. a big deal out of it because no one had heard it except. Oh, and that. now she just like is called the succulent lady because no one yeah. like will let her li live it down. Yeah, you're right. That's sad. Cheryl, the succulent lady. Honestly, that doesn't sound too bad to me though. Like, okay, if you use succulent it's as in the plant, it doesn't sound too bad. If you use it as the adjective, <laughs> kind of creepy. <laughs> You're getting into, like, moist territory when yeah, you're saying yeah. that word, I think. You don't want to be Cheryl the moist lady. <laughs> Aunt Cheryl, God bless her. These bourbon crisps are real nice, too. Still boozy with all the ice in there, which was good, because it's hot outside right now. I think it's, like, 86 degrees. This place is real open and industrial looking, so bring a sweater or a light jacket in the summer when they got the AC on. I'll be back over here, though. The food is good. Now let's talk about the service. Not bad, but the lady asked us if there were any plates she could take out of our way when there was nothing on them. We ate all the food already, ma'am. We don't need these plates. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> specific gripe to have. Uh -huh. Okay, okay. A little too attentive, but not too attentive. You know what I mean? No. No, sir, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I like you, Ricky, but I have no idea what you're saying. It's funny, for all the many words he uses, I really don't follow. Um, oh my. A little too attentive, but not too attentive, you know what I mean? She checked on us about a dozen times, it was a little too much. I heard the wings are good, I'll be back over there, and I'll let you know how it goes. I hope this helps if you ever go to eat at Matchbox. End of review. I, I honestly, like, 100% serious, think he's writing this while he's sitting there. Oh, he is, because he, he started saying, these cri these are these, good. Exactly. It's kind of cold in here, and then, like, the end of the, the paragraph, it must take him forever to type these, because at the end he says, I'll head back there sometime. So, like, yeah. clearly he's left by the end of the review. <laughs> Which I kind of respect. Like, he's at least taking notes of his experience in order to contribute to the Yelp community god his poor wife she's just like trying to eat her steak sandwich and he's like so tell me how it is like writing his first ever yelp review and she's like is this my life now she's like i don't know succulent she's like he's like, he's like oh and cheryl he's like you remember she's like, what? i have to write that down all these people on yelp will, will need to know 
And uh, we did. I kind of I want to be a fly on that wall watching me write this. <laughs> on that cold industrial wall. All right. So I have uh, one sent in by, um, I believe, Courtney, um, who just says, Google review for my local post office. Oh, boy. This is uh, USPS uh, in uh, Martinez, California. This is a one-star review by John Carlo. Horrible. A shame I can't give them negative stars. Went in there to mail off this tiny .03 pounds package, and this obscene, foul-mouthed bison called Denise <coughs> off on me, saying I would have to pay over $55 because of the type of box it's in. Didn't even say good morning. How are you? Or any type of greeting. She just went straight into yelling at me. When I asked for help, she shrugged me off and told me it's not her job to help. Not one ounce of empathy and or professionalism from this vile and rancid clown. My question is, how in the hell is she even in the federal system? Especially with all these homeless, disabled veterans that need gainful employment. Did her father's third cousin, second brother, great-grandfather's gardener, Storm Lookout Mountain? Wait, avoid- what? <laughs> what? I, I paused there because they spelled gardener wrong. Um, they spelled it as if it was a name, so I was confused. But yeah, so they're um, Lookout. I did Google Lookout Mountain. Is this um, a, a civil war battle or something? The Battle of Lookout Mountain was fought November 24th, 1863 as part of the Chattanooga campaign of the American Civil War. I'm so smart. I should work at the post office. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, your gardener has great things to say about my you. Gardener has, um, my gardener actually did fight in the Civil War, which is pretty <laughs> weird because he's wild. 200 years old. <laughs> <laughs> wild. Um, and also, like, maybe I'm just ignorant, but that seems like a very specific battle to mention online. <laughs> Like and it's this is taking place in California. Keep that in mind. Wait, where is that the battle? The battle was in Tennessee. Oh, the Civil War and, probably didn't take place much in California, huh? I, you um, know what? I assume I assume not. But what do I know? <laughs> oh man, that's really weird, Alexander. Yeah. Um. There's just one more sentence. Okay. Avoid this place, so this post office will be shut down, and this clown will lose her job. End of review. What a nightmare of a person this is. Oh, it's terrifying that this person is out there walking around dealing with other people. Calling, I'm sorry, you mean bison. Dealing with other bison. Other bison. I I feel like this is the kind of person where I'd be like, hey, I'll open the little, like the little security thing. You come back here and you fucking work at the post office all day. And also, this person, this Denise person... Is not sitting there like, oh, how am I going to screw over this guy? It's like, no, let me do my job. And this person isn't happy that my job is making me do this. Like, what? That this is how much it costs. Talking about lack of empathy. I mean, this guy obviously has little to no empathy. I mean, I think if she had just said good morning, none of this would have happened. Oh, that's the ticket. If she had said good morning, by the way, this is going to cost you $55. He would have been like, wow. Now that I'm having such a good morning, I don't even care how much it costs. Yeah, there you're tr- you're right. And he would have just he would have probably given her a good tip, a solid a good like hundred percent tip. Spent over like hundred forty bucks. cents. Oh, yeah. oh, that maybe that. I think Denise deserves a solid tip, especially after all that. Her gardener being a veteran and all, you know. Yeah. Oh, so true. Wow. Well, that was 
depressing. <laughs> so this is uh, an email we got from Poetry by Nick, who I actually mentioned recently, yes. I believe. Well, I mentioned them first, and then we both mentioned them. When? Why? I don't remember that. It was on Twitter, because there was a Twitter thing. I don't oh, know. It was something about Twitter. I oh, don't know. Oh, because they defended me on Twitter. Yes, this oh, is true. Oh, that did happen, yes. So Nick sent um, me, you know, Poetry by Nick, um, they sent me a poem. Wait, why? That doesn't make sense. Oh, <laughs> connect the dots come on oh, I'm um, no i had i mentioned in one episode i think of in that's where I drink that like the only poem anyone had ever written me was you remember alexander the one about the phoenix and the brown pools and it was yep. so creepy mm-hmm. yeah, um yeah. and so i had said that and and then nick was like i write poetry and sent me a poem but actually in this um email specifically they sent me um a couple haikus i'm just gonna read two of them um one says and they say, sorry if they suck. They don't suck. They're amazing. So the first one is, her love for others exceeded by few, even to mummified fruits. That's my first Girls, like, <laughs> I, I love it. And then this like, is- That this, one sucks, Nick. Now this one I'm just, is, I'm just kidding. I just have one, a vendetta against lemon. It's so nice. Um, this one is just me like, like just bragging about how kind Nick is to me. Like the waves, you are ruled by the moon. You shine in the dark places. Isn't that nice? Oh my god, what the heck? I know. That is really nice. It's so sweet and good, and I feel like I don't deserve it, but thank you, Nick. That's very kind. Um, yeah, anyway, I feel similarly. That's funny. What? That you don't deserve it, but... No, <laughs> you meant that I was ruled by the moon. Oh, no, no, no. Don't worry. <laughs> so then, uh, because Nick likes to boost our moods, at least mine, they also sent a... Um, a review a five-star review uh and this is of top tie top tie vintage in new york city and this is a five-star review by sadia the vibes in here are impeccable the staff are my family every single one of them is a star their one dollar tie iced tea is revolutionary i live here now they introduced me to bean sprouts and now i farm them in my backyard I will vote for Top Tie as my write-in presidential candidate this election season if Bernie doesn't make the cut 1010 would recommend. Well, folks, looks like Top Tie is our new presidential candidate. They're getting a vote. I feel at least like one. <laughs> at least one. I feel it too, if you count me. I feel like a dollar tie ice tea will get me on board. That's the me only too. campaign promise I need. I am I am uh I was confused. So you said Top Tie Vintage? I know that's what it's called, but I it is a Thai restaurant. I was about to ask you if it was T H A I or oh a sorry spelling. it is th- yes because I wasn't sure and then you went into Thai iced tea and I'm like my first thought was oh it's a vintage store that also sells one dollar Thai iced teas which <laughs> sounds pretty fucking good um, and then the bean sprouts and I'm like okay hard to make this make sense unless it's a Thai restaurant and is now running for president this is all very complicated this is yeah. a very complex Thai restaurant um, with a lot of personality. But it is a restaurant um, that has... Impeccable vibes. I love that. Impeccable, impeccable vibes. Impeccable vibes. You know how, like, good vibes only? I'm going to put up a sign that says impeccable vibes only. And, like, only Thai restaurants are allowed inside. Mm-hmm. That's it. And Nick's sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. It'll cost them one poem per entry. One poem and one dollar so I can one buy another test. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, thank you, Nick. That was very, very kind. Yeah. And sorry, folks, that I just spent like 10 minutes reading poems about myself. 
That was maybe the most obnoxious thing you've done. Is this not the okay. most Christine bullshit to pull ever? If you had asked for them, and if or if you had like written them yourself, <laughs> which is believable. Um, you are ruled by the moon as I look at myself in the mirror. <laughs> or like in this little Skype window, I just gaze at myself. Honestly, though, if you did do that, I'd be like, good for you. If you can like look at yourself in the mirror and write something like that, like I like your confidence. I respect that. Yeah, um, yeah, I think we all know it wouldn't end up that way, but... But yeah, that's a lot harder said than done. I am going to move on to an email sent in by Sarah, who sent a few reviews in, but I'm going to read one of them. This is a review of the Victor Wind Museum, and it is a Museum of Curiosities in London. Um, oh, ooh. So it's like the, I think the yeah the full title sorry is the Victor Wind Museum of Curiosities, Fine Art, and Natural History. Do they have like shrunken heads? That's what I'm picturing. Um, they have. When I looked through, it looked like all sorts of kind of things like that, but um, yeah, like random like mummified things, fossils. Um, uh, Diagon Alley. It reminds me. It looks really interesting and very unique and it's very small okay. it's like a, i love it it's a very small and apparently they have cocktails um according to the, oh, the sign outside their window um but they have like little skeletons too it's like a weird looking place Ooh. like you can go through okay. the photos and there's like a taxidermized like um rat with all these like war medals around it it's a weird looking oh, place okay um, uh, it reminds me a little bit of the museum of jurassic technology have you been there here in la no i've never gone it's fascinating. So anyway, here is a review of the Victor Wind Museum of Curiosities by Adam. One star. If you like your Christmas parties to be bland, then this is the place for you. If you... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's not where I was expecting that no. sentence to go. That's one thing I didn't want to spoil. Apparently, you can have Christmas parties there, which sounds fantastic. Holy hell, that, I'm already starting planning. The Beach 2 Sandy Christmas party this year is going to be at the Victor Wynn Museum. Yes. Um, curiosities. So Also, um, you need to bring one poem to get in. <laughs> and also, impeccable vibes only. Impeccable so vibes only. Don't so forget. All right. If you dare open a ping pong ball based game on the premises, be most careful. Those hefty ping pong balls may just damage the artifacts. However, if securely attached, I'm sure the ricochet of a ping pong ball may insignificantly affect the quality and longevity of the pieces. This conflict was strongly debated. May I recommend a no ping pong balls allowed sign to be placed in the window to avoid confusion? R.I.P. fun. End of review. How am I to have fun without this small ping pong ball at my side? So what? They shattered like a rat skeleton and were like, well, I didn't mean to. Well, I don't know if anything actually happened. The people there were probably like, hey, don't do this here. And the guy was went into some weird rant about it and apparently it was strongly debated when in reality it shouldn't have been a debate at all oh this is a rule that you're putting into place because we might hurt something in your museum okay let me listen to that and not do it i just like i beg that person to find a museum in the world that will let you throw objects around while you're drunk Seriously. just like like allow that with no supervision i would and also i would pay 
you would pay what? Sorry, let, let me let I want to hear exactly what I you would pay. I don't want to answer it. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, I was going to talk I would pay $1, one dollar for an iced tea. tea. Yep. Well, um I'm a bit of an expert when it comes to table tennis balls as a former competitive table tennis player. Um oh. I played on the George Washington University team. And yeah, I actually watched a documentary about you guys once. Yeah, actually. Um wait. I, I think you were the one who might have made that documentary. Oh, was I the producer director of that potentially, film? Potentially. Of that regaled piece of cinema? Yeah. So once we get a thousand perhaps. patrons, we will release that. Oh my god! <laughs> There's literally a video I made of Alexander's table tennis team in college, it's... and it is not on YouTube, so don't go finding it. True, it's been taken down. I have a copy though now. Finally, um, I sent him a copy. I, refu- the other I day. refuse to watch it though because it just it's just I embarrass myself. It's. It's funny. I like it. But I was also the intramural champion, GW intramural champion. I beat everybody. Um, so, former table tennis player. A, a table tennis ball can do can do damage. I'm just gonna say that. So I am an expert. So Adam, if Alexander you. slices that ball, you better watch out. Oh yeah, he can decapitate a grown man with that thing. It's happened before. Let alone a taxidermied rat. Why do you think I, I left that school and fled the country to Germany for six months? Why Why do you think my my film won Sundance? Because <laughs> it was just such high stakes. <laughs> yeah. So if you are coming to our Christmas party in December um, in London, leave your sports equipment at home. I think that should be like understood, knowing us, that we don't really want you know any sports equipment it, uh, it, at around our party. us. Yeah. Around Just us around ever, actually. General. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so don't worry. We won't we won't break anything. Maybe rule number one should just be don't be a dick because this person's being a dick about it too. That person does not have impeccable vibes and I don't know why <gasps> yeah. they let let him in. Well they're not invited to our Christmas party. So three days after that first email from Nick, we got another email from Nick that says, Hello again, I found more. And they said, I'm having trouble with my Twitter app. It's not opening. So I went to their app page to see if I needed to update it or whatever. And then I saw reviews. So there are a bunch here. I'm going to read a couple. Um, so this first person. This is it the Twitter, the Twitter app on like like on the app store? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is the first one. Um, and actually, Nick added a little bit of commentary saying, this is a positive one, maybe too positive. This person... I don't know. I imagine this being someone's dad brings optimism to a level no one's ever seen before. Uh, and this is a review actually from last month. So like during quarantine, right? They said, I might be angry at this positive review. Like, dude, I'm glad you can focus on something other than the anxiety that comes from being in the middle of a pandemic on top of the anxiety that was already there. But I mean, good for him. I'm happy he's happy. So let me read this review. This is a five star review of the Twitter app by Bright Junior Addo. And this is from uh, like two weeks ago. Excellent in bringing information to our doorstep and connecting friends as well as the human race across the globe. With this app, I get my news items very fast. Accurate news from reliable sources. I also get to chat with my friends and it's just good fun. I get connected to people I wouldn't in real life. What else could be better than this? End of review. I I'm with Nick here. That was a little too positive. It's like alarmingly positive. It's Twitter. Like we're not going to pretend Twitter is all sunshine and rainbows. Then <laughs> well, someone is and someone can. I'm I'm happy for them. Someone's living in a happy delusion, and I'm not going to take that away from them. No. 
definitely not. Um, so this is like one step below um, that last one. This is a four-star review, also written like two weeks ago by John. Great app. Slightly toxic people on it, but if you find the right people to engage with, it's not too bad. Reporting should also be tweaked as people violating the terms of service don't seem to be punished often, which makes it a less enjoyable place for everyone. But besides these issues, it's pretty great. Way better than Instagram, Facebook, Reddit. Also, please verify me. Thank you. <laughs> End of review. <laughs> well, I wonder if it worked. I wonder if you just have to be nice to Twitter and they're like, okay, no, you got me. Well. We're connecting people around the world. You can have a blue check. And and it's like they're holding out that last star. If they get, if they get verified, they'll throw that fifth star in there. They're like, I'm holding it hostage. Smart move. Twitter needs John's fifth star. Okay. So this is the last one. And this is kind of the other extreme. This is a one star review. Um, also written last month by Redwin. Bad social account. It does not get satisfied only by your email address. After two days of registration, it will say suspicious activity in your account and will ask your phone number. The problem is I don't have one. I never required one. Hold on, sorry. So this person requires a Twitter account but has never required a phone number. This is very interesting to me. I'm the, what a world we're living in. It's Redwin's world and we're all just mm. stuck in it. Speaking of stuck, as a result, I am stuck in the app. They are basically money hungry. Even Google doesn't want that much money. End of review. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Where did money come in? Nowhere. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because they want you to buy a phone number? Some sort of like extortion thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess if they use like apps to communicate with people where they don't have like a cell plan, they use like, I feel like most apps require a phone number. So I'm trying to think. I mean, I... Assume there are apps out there where you can, like, Google Voice kind of thing. Okay, I'm just, I'm trying, I don't know why I'm trying to. Um, I don't yeah, either. Okay. You know what? You know what? You're right. It doesn't make sense. Also, make sense. Nick says, what? They're stuck in the app? Do we need to send a rescue team? <laughs> That's my other question, because what or do you mean you're stuck in the app? It sounds like this person just struggles with uh, technology in more ways than one. And yeah, probably does need rescuing. I think we should send the rescue team. I'm, I'm glad that Nick can focus on that. Meanwhile, we're debating whether or not this person can have a phone number. And Nick's like, can we please save this person's life? We're the worst. Like, this is this goes above and beyond your stupid, petty babble. <laughs> Squabbles. Thank you, squabble. Now, um, now Nick is, like, literally sending a rescue helicopter <laughs> to Redwin's house. And here we are. It is Redwin's world. If we don't have if we don't have Redwin, what do we have? <laughs> that's, that's the Nothing. ultimate question. My vibes are going to drop quickly no. if I don't have Redwin. Oh no. That was my last one. Thank you Nick for basically Nick and Vicente basically uh sent me all of mine for today. Yeah, they carried you through that one. They tend to do so. Well, you know who's carrying me into my last one? Who's that? Good old Shauna. Shauna? Uh, Shauna says, hey, y'all, stumbled across this Kurt Vonnegut wannabe when I was looking for a place to go out dancing in Atlanta, and I wanted to share. Oh, boy. Um, this is going to be good. I, I will read their closing co uh, Shauna's closing comment uh, after I read the review. But uh, this is Will's review of MJQ Concourse in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. Will says, one star. If you seek an anthropological expedition into the sewer known as millennial hipster douchebaggery, this social gathering establishment provides ample field study. 
Upon arrival, your credentials will be shown to what appears to be a former correctional inmate. After exchanging local currency, passage into the bowels of Satan's anus await. The faint smell of urine, coupled with pheromones, bleach, and plastic bottles, spirits, engorge your senses. What appeared to be pounding tribal drums and flashes of multicolored lights guide you through catacombs of dude bros slash woo girls, hip hop playas, and white shoed dandies with East German haircuts. Whoa! Admitted, I know this is it's it is just too much. I'm just picturing Will in the middle of all of these just spinning group specific groups and like, what is Will? Who is Will? <laughs> Probably stands out quite a bit. <laughs> Um, well, his top hat is taller than everyone in the room. <laughs> Admittedly, the sweet, sweet siren of the night had me in her clutches. Immediately, I grasped my leather satchel, and with parchment notebook in hand, full documentation of the surreal began post-haste. Oh, no. I will stay the concourse and report back. Send provisions. End of review. Okay, Nick, you got to turn that helicopter around. Someone else needs rescuing. And it's yeah, everybody um, else in that building except Will, because <laughs> I would like to leave him there. Because he fucking it's sucks. Every, everyone who's, yeah. Um, and it's it's annoying because, like, like you re- look through their other reviews and they're just obnoxious. Like, this person's just obnoxious. Uh, like, wh- if you're using, like, millennials as an insult and... He's, like, classifying people into groups, but doesn't really have the self-awareness to realize he's more ridiculous than all those other groups combined and like fits into his own stupid mold of like being a douchebag who Mm -hmm. thinks he's better than everyone (laughs) with his mole skin (laughs) skin. uh so shauna at the end just says like bruh chill and I'm like, that sums it up perfectly. Thank you. That sums it up perfectly. Have a fucking, have one of those engorged plastic bottle liquors <sighs> oh, or whatever you found there. Seriously, chill out. Seriously, will come on. Yeah, so that's uh, that's all. That's all she wrote for May edition of Be- Between You and Us. And it's funny because our last episode was also a Between You and Us, I think, or two episodes ago, because we did the oh the yeah, so we've been April one super late. The last day of April, the last minutes of April, it was released. And a lot of people ask, when do we, when do they normally release? Because it seems random, but it's actually always been, until recently, the second, until last month, the second Monday of the month. Yeah, that was kind of arbitrary because we just did the first one on the second Monday of the month and we're like, let's just keep doing that. But it's such a weird date to remember. Like, we'll get two weeks in the month and go, oh, wait, has the second Monday already happened? Okay. Actually, that's never happened until now. But when it did happen, we were like, we knew this would eventually yeah. end up this way. And um, yeah, so we're kind of back on schedule. For now. For, for, for now. now. Um, wait till next month. But yeah, so hopefully you enjoy. If you want to uh, potentially be featured in next month's Between You and Us episode, send us an email at beach2sandy at gmail.com with a subject between you and us with really any review you find. We get all sorts of things. Um, and if you have not heard yours yet, you still might. We have th- over a thousand sitting around waiting to be read. And if you are a uh, poet looking for a muse, look no further. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, Thanks everyone for, for listening. listening. We'll see we'll you, see at, the you at the Christmas party. party. Impeccable, Impeccable vibes, vibes only. only. <laughs> Will's not invited. <laughs>